It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley and Robbie Hyde. All right, Robbie, uh, start us off. Let's get into some MLB news. So Marcus Stroman heading to the Yankees. And, you know, hey, why not? We got a Yankee fan on here. Scan, I'll just ask your first <laughs> reaction. I mean, I feel like Yankee land right now is pretty split mm-hmm. yeah. on the signing of Marcus Stroman. Uh, people yeah. love it. I'm actually on the side where I I like it. I Based off from a baseball perspective, I do like the move. But then there's all the off the field stuff. There's, you know, all the interactions that he's had on Twitter with the mm-hmm. Yankee fans out there. And uh, I don't mean that in a positive way, more negative. So a yeah. lot of people getting blocked uh, if he didn't like something you said. Uh, what are your general thoughts just as a Yankee mm-hmm. fan on the signing of Marcus Stroman? Yeah, at first I was very hesitant because you heard all the rumors of them being involved with Snell. And you, you probably feel like this would be the, the in a sense, pivot from going from Blake Snell to getting Strowman. And at first, with all the pre- knowing all the previous stuff he said, I was like, eh, I don't love this. But sleeping on it and thinking about it, uh, looking at that rotation as a whole, I am more comfortable with the move because he is a good ground ball pitcher. Someone who has succeeded in the AL East before. And even though he recently has had a great ERA at Yankee Stadium, I feel like it could be something that could work out. And especially since it's just a couple years, I don't feel that worried about the stakes because I know a big thing of Snell is he wanted more years. And obviously there's some potential risk in that. So just a couple years, see how he does. I'm on board with it at this point, I think. Um, did it, Does it feel desperate? And it doesn't feel desperate for either side because that's one of Mm -hmm. the hot takes that has been running around over the last 12 hours that this was either desperate on uh, on Stroman's side or desperate on the Yankee side or desperate for both. Do you feel like maybe this was a little uh, of a desperate move for either Mm -hmm. both or or either? Yeah, I'm not sure personally. I how I take it, I don't view it as desperate. Yeah, just because there still are options out there that. They're going to probably be in talks with like, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are discussing. They would be in discussions for the a cease trade still yeah. and stuff like that. And now that you have Stroman, you have a little bit more comfort. It's not as like, if anything, they might not be as desperate in those talks because now you have a solidified five rotation. Mm-hmm. Now, if you add a big name, it just even more to bulk up that rotation. So at, I don't personally find it desperate like some people are saying, but overall, I I mean, it's tough to tell because Stroman has had a lot of negative comments towards the oh Yankees and stuff, and I have no idea what the market was around him this offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right? That just kind of feels like it was a interesting move for him with the history. Uh, I don't think I, I personally, and, and Robbie and Scan, maybe you have different feels, I, feelings on this. I don't think he ever wanted to be a New York Yankee, but the way this offseason was playing out, the we we had not heard. We get rumors, we get news, we get all the stuff, we get lists from the, from the left, from the right. It's all over the place, right? This team is interested in this player. Here's we get we get stuff. We weren't really getting anything on Marcus Stroman until this last week, so that tells me that the market probably was pretty thin for him. And when you look at the situation being, all right, who still needs a starting pitcher? 
who's got money to spend. I don't want to take a massive L here because I left $21 million on the table with the Cubs. That's what he opted out of. So it almost, I, I would agree, I don't think it's desperate for the Yankees. I think there, there's definitely some takes out there and, and some people that could grab some evidence and, and, and make that argument. It does feel a little desperate for Marcus Stroman because mm. I don't think he ever wanted to be a Yankee based <laughs> on the interactions we've seen. And I don't think his market came together. Robbie, you agree or, or, or feel similar with any of that? I would say maybe there was a point where he was at least intrigued about going to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. But then maybe once they were like, nah, we don't really see him as a guy that's really going to take us to the next level. Maybe that's where he started yeah. to get a little bitter. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, for the signing itself, I do like the signing. You know, Scan, mm-hmm. you mentioned the ground balls. I'm a, I'm a fan. You know, I, I like all the, the advanced stats, the analytics. So I love all that stuff. But I'm also a fan of just a good ground ball pitcher at the same time. Um, I was not the best player growing up, but we had, I remember on my high school team, anytime the infield got involved, anytime the players were moving around, you know, fielding, getting into the game, it always created more of an energy. And I think with Stroman, you know, yeah, people looked at the Donaldson signing and said, Oh, that's a good energy guy. Yeah. He was also, you know, getting past his 35 plus year plus years. So, you know, a guy that was probably breaking down where Stroman, that's, I think, a different story. So I like the signing. And like you said, good infield. I think it's going to be a fun. I think it's going to be a fun day when he pitches right now. What's it going to be like when he's not pitching? What's it going to be like after the game? You know, is he going to keep himself in check? All right. That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sure. Maybe he has some opinions that, you know, maybe, you know, people agree with. Right. But it's kind of just like it's when you're taking away from the team and the game, it's that's where it gets to be a problem. So I think it can be a a good solid signing. He did leave some money on the table this year, or I think he was going to be making 21 or 22 with the Cubs if he stayed in, but he gets an extra year of security. um, And then he gets the vesting option. So it could end up being a really good move for him. Uh, Overall, I do like it, but I think it's a proceed with caution at the same time. Very Mm, true. Absolutely. When he struggles, <laughs> I, this was this was something that just last night when I was streaming after the deal was done, all I could think of was how much the uh, the, the Yankee fan base gave it to Aaron Hicks. Can you imagine if Marcus Stroman is struggling and pitching to an ERA in the sixes after the history? How bad that fan base is going to give it to Marcus Stroman? So anyway, let's that's that. This seemed like a pivot move though off of Blake Snell. And I'm amazed to think that Blake Snell is turning down five years at $30 million a year. That is the report that is out there. Um, Blake Snell, I can't imagine his market is that much strong, that that, that he's got enough teams to be turning down five at 30 a year. Um, Scan, the thought of having Snell in that rotation, I sort of was hesitant thinking about it from a Yankee fan perspective because you have Carlos Rodon and Blake Snell kind of mm-hmm. felt eerily similar to Carlos Rodon. Are you at all relieved that Blake Snell turned down that Yankees offer? Or would you like to have seen him put on the pinstripes? 
Mm -hmm. it, a lot of fans, including me, felt like with personality wise, he could have been like a good fit. But yeah. after seeing that he declined the 30 mil a year, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm kind of cool with it just because with how the Yankees have been operating pretty recently, mm -hmm. it felt like they've been more limited than what they used to. Yep. And with other like big potential contracts looming, like if they want to like lock down a Juan Soto for the long term or anyone like that, then now you have to really start thinking about that money and 30 mil a year for Snell was mm -hmm. I feel like it wasn't that necessary, especially if Rodon does bounce back and have a healthy year and Clark Schmidt can continue to improve. Mm -hmm. I felt like, you know what? I'm kind of cool with it that they didn't necessarily land him. But uh, I, I do still think about, like, to myself, it would have been so exciting to see that one-two punch of Cole and Snell. Mm. And especially if Rodon bounced back, that rotation could have been really good. Yep.